0: The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. I'm joined by uh, Brenda Power, columnist with the Sunday Times and the Irish Daily Mail, and Larry Donnelly, University of Galway law lecturer and political columnist with the journal.ie. Brenda, in political terms, the, the eviction ban is turning out for the opposition to be the gift that keeps on giving. The, the government is going to be hammered with this for months. It
1: is, absolutely. And I mean, how this could not have been foreseen when this was introduced six months ago. You know, your, 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 your textures there have hit the nail on the head. The issue here at all times, was to try and keep the private landlords in the market one way or another. Whether by tax breaks or or incentives of some kind or other, because they are the people, by reason of the default on the government's part in house building over the last 20 years, who have the key to this. They're the ones whose whose flight from the market is causing this issue. And nobody stopped over the last six months to say, OK, what do we need to do? to keep these people in the market. And now the lamenting and the crying and the whinging is going to start and the blaming of those people which can only have the effect of of provoking more of them, more and more of them to sell and to go.
0: Particularly at a point when interest rates are going through the roof. So depending on what mortgages they have on their properties their cost base is going up and up yeah. and meanwhile we have a text saying and a lot along these lines why would you invest thousands of your own money only to have no control over it it's your problem if there's something wrong with it but you've no control over who rents your property for how long you can't get them out of it if they destroy it or they refuse to pay the rent and so on and so forth so not not necessarily prositizing on behalf of landlords but if you're trying to coax people into the market to get them to make properties available This doesn't seem to be the way to do it. And then
1: somebody mentioned the HAP there. And, you know, I mean, I think a lot of people aren't aware that if the tenant, who maybe pays €60 a week towards their HAP rent, defaults on that, maybe the balance might be 150 or whatever, the landlord gets nothing. The landlord gets nothing. That's the position at the moment. So there is a proposal, I think, to amend that. But, I mean, what's there in that, again, to incentivise private landlords to take a HAP tenant? Nothing.
0: If you want to get in touch with the show, Anton at Newstalk.com or you can WhatsApp us 087-1400-106. The other story that is significant in the papers, now possibly more across the other side of the Atlantic than here, but I think this is, it shows how the American um, political environment, how strange it has become that the fact that a president is facing indictment hasn't caused everybody to grind to a shuddering halt and just stare slack-jawed at this. Larry, first of all, do you think that he is likely
2: to get convicted if indicted? It's a really good question. I can't speculate. I can't give you a firm answer on that because we don't know the precise nature of the charge. There's been a lot of speculation, but the reality is it's going to involve the interplay between federal and state law. It's a theory that a lot of observers think is dubious, myself included. Uh, There is a statute of limitations issue. That is, this involves something happened in 2016. Here we are now in 2023. What's more, Trump's lawyers, I think, have a colorable argument that this is politically motivated. Again, one of the many systemic issues in the United States is we elect our prosecutors. And regardless of how low an opinion you have of Donald Trump, and I certainly have a low one, uh, the fact that we have an elected Democrat, you know, prosecuting who is raising money and earning support on the back of this, uh, I think should disturb anybody. Um, Now, in terms of obtaining conviction, you know, I've given you some of the the doubts. On the flip side, however, you have to remember where this is going to happen. It's going to happen in Manhattan, one of the most left-leaning areas in the United States. Uh, You know, it'll be fascinating saying to see how they impanel a jury, for instance. Uh, that jury is unlike You're unlikely to find very many Donald Trump fans uh, on that jury. So is it possible? Sure it is. But I expect that the, Donald Trump will employ his usual tactics in litigation, which is delay and obfuscate and push this thing well out. Uh, so you could be talking about a trial that doesn't even happen until after the 2024 election has taken place. Uh, so this is a, a while to play out. In terms of it being politically motivated Brenda
0: surely if you are Donald Trump this is a gift. This plays totally into the thing of there's the radical left coming to get me.
1: I know honestly you wonder if it's some kind of a counter bluff because apparently his his uh, poll lead over Ron de Sanctimonious as he calls him doubled in, in, immediately after the indictment was announced and he has been flagging this with his supporters for weeks now i'm going to be arrested on tuesday he was saying uh, about, uh, about two weeks ago he he cannot wait to do the perp walk he cannot wait to be photographed and mugshotted and 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 and, and filmed with his with his handcuffs on because that is playing so well with his victimization theme and, and it's, it's, it can only do them good. So, I mean, it, it, you'd wonder actually whether this was taught through and, you know, it seems there was, there's so much more that they could have gone from on. For instance, had they gone over the, the capital siege, that, that that would have been a treasonous offence. You know, that, that would have been a serious a very serious crime. Even he's convicted of this. It's, it's a minor c- kind of campaign funding infraction. I Isn't give like you Al things? Capone we, and tax ju-
2: evasion, though. What? Yeah, but Don't knock yeah. it if it works. This, this happening doesn't foreclose what Brenda mm. talks about in terms of those other investigations. And yes, there is the short-term narrative that Trump thinks this is going to help him, that he has gotten a boost in the polls. There's another potential line that this could go down, it's one I happen to subscribe to, which is that with all of this murk swirling around, that leading influential conservatives, etc., are going to start to say, look, um, this guy, there's too much stuff here. He is not the messenger we need. He cannot win the general election, and what's more, he's likely to bring Republicans down the ballot, down with him. Uh, and in that vein, uh, try to persuade some of the faithful to come on side with Ron DeSantis. And, and again, and then, then there's the conspiracy theory, and this comes from the Democratic side, that indeed some of them might be perfectly happy to see Donald Trump boosted because, again, uh, it's very, very unlikely that Donald Trump, given everything that's happened, Donald Trump has lost the crucial cadre of voters who decide presidential elections. He has lost them. There's no question about it. That An awful lot of Democrats share the assessment that, look, uh, Trump cannot win the general election. He's the one person we know our guy who's flawed, Joe Biden, can beat. And what's more, he can hurt the Republicans That's what they said well. in 2016? They did. But I think an awful lot, there's an awful lot of water under the bridge since 2016 and an awful lot of the amount. Let's look, let's look at what's happened since 2016. Trump pulled off an extraordinary win. He has lost every election since and lost dismally uh, in many respects. So, um, you know, I think that the, the, the data is there to, that suggests that uh, Trump has lost the people he would need to win an election. And again, some Democrats might view him as the nominee being a gift. Can you explain, Brenda, what has happened in America, though, that we have a situation where a president
0: who is twice, um, not indicted, what's the phrase that I'm looking for? Um, impeached. Impeached, thank you. Who is twice impeached, who has been shown to have fomented a rebellion in the capital, is the Republican is likely to be the Republican nominee for crisis. I
1: know, I was just looking at that piece by Andrew Neil in the Mail today saying they must be licking their lips in Moscow and Beijing because here you have a, a geriatric who is, you know, with the best will in the world, he does appear to be somewhat cognitively, um, you know, diminished, we'll say, and a deranged lunatic. And those are the two candidates for the the greatest democracy in the world. And and it does seem there is something deeply flawed in in in, a, in any democracy that 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 can throw up that calibre of of candidate for, for such an important job. A part of the problem seems to be the cost of running for president. I don't know if you follow Succession. Do you watch Succession? Oh yeah. Um, and you know then the minor character who is running for president completely unhinged, clearly would be a benefit to him if, if it was actually true but he's on 1% and he reckons in order to hold his 1% he needs to spend another 100 million. I mean, that is the kind of money you need to have at your disposal in order to to challenge these guys. But how do you put,
0: how do you, whatever about who ends up getting elected um, in, in either for the Republican primary or subsequently as president, how do you put the American political system back together? Because the
2: level of binary schism that there is in the States, it benefits nobody. No, no. There's a few issues. (laughs) Money is one which Brenda has pointed to. Uh, The other thing is uh, in terms of Congress, the uh, redistricting process uh, is so partisan that unfortunately uh, the districts are carved up into extremely safe Republican, extremely safe Democratic uh, districts. Republicans have been better at that, but Democrats have done it too. Uh, So you have politicians who it pays to go far to the right and far to the left, Uh, totally starting over with the map, tearing up the map and redistricting Congress districts would have a a really really good effect on American politics in terms of bringing it back into the middle but in terms of the systemic issues look the rise of Trump really is down to um, the the, the forces of technology and globalization which have had devastating consequences for a broad swathe uh, of the United States if you look at how the, the conservative movement in America has reconfigured itself it is mostly the Republican Party now its most loyal voters are people who have been displaced by technology and globalization that is White people with less than a college education. They are the most likely Republican voters in the United States. That is a total, total, total recalibration uh, of American politics in the past 20 to 30 years.
0: Larry Donnelly, Brenda Power, thank you both very much. That's Larry Donnelly, who's University of Galway Law Lecturer and political columnist with the Journal.ie, and Brenda Power, columnist with the Sunday Times and the Irish Daily Mail. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on
1: News Talk.